Welcome to the live preaching message from Loyalty House International, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation, a Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to teach and to preach wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing encounter as you listen to this message. We desire to serve you with our hearts. Deliver us from every bondage and every chain. Open the, our eyes to see and get our understanding to understand the truth of your word. That your light, the light of the gospel, will shine in our hearts and be delivered from every deceptive work of Satan. Thank you that we are in the world, but we are not of the world. We will do the works of you alone, for you are our Father. And we thank you that every provision of our lives shall be met, and we shall lack nothing. We would walk this earth with joy. We would have peace, even in the midst of troubles. Thank you, Father, that we are different because we belong to you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you. Please be seated and I welcome all of you. Mr. Simon, thank you for the privilege, the honor of invitation. You know, it's not every place you go and then they ask you to come again. And like you said, you see, the way I preach, you need to listen carefully. The way I preach, you need to listen carefully. I've tried to preach the way other people preach. Other people preach, but I've not been successful. So I've decided to be comfortable with my style. You know, sometimes you are not made for everybody, even though you feel everybody should have you. <laughs> Do you get it? And that is a temptation. When, when you try to adjust yourself for everybody to have you, you can easily be deceived. Amen. So I've accepted myself the way i preach but i mean you must be very uninterested to be able to sleep or you must be very tired do you get it i don't shout i wish i could shout you know i wish i had a man's voice <laughs> hallelujah hallelujah i wish but you see, if i maintain that voice two minutes i'll be finished the voice will be finished you see my power bank doesn't go far so I need to run it at a low level of discharge so that it can last long. Amen. But I believe whatever the voice is, it's not the voice. And whatever the preaching style is, it's not the preaching style. It is the Spirit of God that speaks to us. Amen. And you know, I'm very happy about the conference as Pastor Simon announced and the T-shirt, the Thanksgiving conference, because in Luke chapter 10, if you have your Bible, open to Luke chapter 10, and we are going to verse 20. This is a story of Jesus sending the disciples two by two to go and preach. And he anointed them, and they say he must go and preach. And when they came back, they were very happy. Why were they happy? They were happy because, you know, the demons have tormented them. The demons have tormented them before they met Jesus. So now all of a sudden, when they went out to preach, 
they were sucking the demons like no man's business and were so excited and they came and they they reported that one to jesus first that was the first you know what can i kindly ask you those of you who are on this side to kindly fill this place so that i don't have to move around because i, I the way i preach i interact with the people and you are important to you. i can't focus on one place so please i beg you i hope you will not be offended come come fill this side i mean i want to engage you more Yeah, see, the front is a prophecy of yourself. You will be ahead and not behind. So don't shy away from sitting in front. When I sat at the back a lot, I realized I was becoming a bad boy. So I learned to sit in front. Amen. Good. So you see, the disciples were excited. That something after a long time is beginning to happen. And that is they are now even instructing demons to get out of people. And it's a very nice feeling. But somehow Jesus was not, Jesus didn't find it as something to be excited about. I mean, which for me, as, ah, what do you mean? Me, a human being telling demons that have been beating me all this time, hey, get out. What do you want here? Out. And they are obeying me. They are not even challenging me. But Jesus said they shouldn't rejoice. But what should they rejoice in? He said, not, notwithstanding in this rejoice not. He said, notwithstanding in this rejoice not. It's like you are rejoicing over something that is already past. Because he said, whatever you are telling me about. I, I, I was there when Satan was defeated. So anybody that I send... Will defeat satan anybody that goes in my name will defeat satan so defeating satan is not an achievement i said hey you see i was shocked and i realized that it looks like what is important to god is not important to man And, and really to be blessed by God is to make what is important to God important to you. No, you can, you can sit in your chair. You don't have to. To make what is important to God important to you. That will be the wisest decisions of your life. Because, you see, you, you don't know everything, but God knows everything. So if God says... This is important. You must also say this is important. Because, you see, Jesus, God with us, when he became like us, he defeated Satan completely. There was no, you know, sometimes a match is like 3-1, uh, 7-2. No, no, there was, it's whatever number. Every encounter with Satan, whether home or away, it was a win for Jesus. So, which means that Jesus knows how to defeat Satan in our body. You see, he may have defeated Satan as God in heaven. But you see, he put that one aside. Because Satan would have accused him that you are not, you are not dealing fairly. 
because that match was already played when satan was in heaven and decided to fight as heavenly beings he lost and when he came down he came to get man god's creation that has the spirit of god the breath of god in them to defeat them so it's like you can't come from heavyweight and come and fight me at a lower division if you want to fight me then come to my division and let's fight and see whether you will win so god decided i'm taking on the flesh the flesh that has given you advantage i'm taking it on i'm wearing it i will put aside everything and still defeated satan in his own territory there was no single match that satan won and none of them was declared a draw are you with me so so he said as for defeating satan it's not that is not our aim defeating satan in terms of sucking him from places where he, that is that is not a problem there's a, there's a better or there's a higher goal it's like you are celebrating that you have passed the class test when the final exam is what matters It's like, oh, the rehearsal, I did very well. The real test is the exam day. So yes, it's good to do well in the rehearsal. But the real goal is the date of the exam day that you must pass. Hallelujah. You see, even at the universities, when they admit you with your end of grade 11 marks, they give it a condition. Assuming that if you have done well to grade 11, you must do well in the matric exam. Then they will confirm your admission. Hallelujah. So Jesus pointed to us that sucking Satan from places is not the goal of my sending you. Having people removed from his kingdom into the kingdom of God is what is our goal. That is what he means by notwithstanding in this not read verse 19 and 20 luke chapter 10 luke 10 luke 10 from verse 19 yes behold i give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you okay start from verse 17 from verse 17 when they came back with a report and the 70 returned again with joy saying, and the 70 they returned they were happy oh what is joy joy is excitement it's like everything together inside and outside isn't it they returned with joy saying hey jesus you should have come to see we we didn't have videos phone videos we would have recorded it for you to see they were very happy he said, Jesus, you missed. You missed, you missed. We wish you were there for you to see your eyes. He said, what? Well, Lord, even the demons. You see, that to them, their highest obstacle is demons. Not human beings, it's demons. So that they went on a mission and they were organizing and reorganizing demons was the highest achievement.
was the highest achievement he said even the demons are subject to us in your name hey your name works we didn't know that your name is so powerful they were very happy then jesus pulled the party is that happy over what everybody you are not serious next verse the next verse and he said to them what you are talking about i saw it long ago it's not a new thing it's new to you that's not the reason why i came here if it is about defeating satan i didn't need to come here to defeat him i said if it is about defeating satan i didn't need to come here to defeat him we, we were together when we sacked him. We sacked him. We, we asked him to get out. So it's not, I didn't come here to come and fight him. No, no. I came here on a mission. What's the mission? Let's read on. 19. Behold, I give you authority to tread over serpent. Nothing by But 20. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, in your ability to just push Satan around and all his agents. No, it's, it's, not a, it's not a reason for happiness. Jesus, are you serious? Hey! Do you know the demons that are worrying us in our village? That you said we shouldn't have a party over. Hey, okay, let's hear why. That spirit, you see, don't be happy in this that spirits are subject to you don't don't it's not it's not a point of happiness because if you have my spirit all spirits will be subject to you it's not it's not something that it's like i'm trying to negotiate and it's trying to work it has worked already it's it's not it's not an issue the real issue is this but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven that is the real thing i said that is the real thing but you see in this world in which we live we have been made to believe that it's irrelevant but when god became a man and lived among us he said this is what should make you happy I'm waiting for the day when you have a party because your name is written in heaven. Not because you've passed an exam. An exam that would only work for as long as you are well. Yeah. I mean, many of us were very, I was very happy when I finished medical school. 93, I was very happy. But it, it will only work as a doctor when I'm well. If I get sick right now, the certificate is of no use. I can't even transfer it to my daughter or my son. My daughter is getting her own certificate as a doctor in UCT. She was telling me, I'm happy I finished fourth year. I'm going to fifth year. I said, okay. I, I'm just waiting for you to finish because my pocket is... I'm not... I said, about just is the is the effect of your being in cape town that is having on my pocket that's why i'm asking you to finish not because it's anything yeah the truth is the truth is i've come to realize that 
the certificate is of use as long you see many things are of use as long as you have life and you are healthy even simple sickness has the ability to take away the usefulness of degrees certificates and things yeah my, my certificate is of use as long as my mind is working if my mind gets sick that's the thing i will never be allowed to touch anybody if my mind gets sick i'll never be allowed to touch anybody so what i'm so excited about i'm excited about the wrong thing and of course when it is affected it shouldn't affect me so much when my mind and everything is working but most of us are so affected by things that are of no value. I mean, can you imagine? Let me ask you a question. Can you imagine what the disciples would have come, the attitude they would have come with if they went and the demons were not minding them? Do you think they would have come very happy? They would have come complaining, Jesus, you know, we are not sure, but it looks like you have not trained us well. Because the demons, they only, they only obey you. But we, when we go, then they start, I mean, fighting. And look, look at Simon. He has an injury on his face. It's all. I mean, don't send us on these dangerous missions if you know you are not going to go with us. Because if, if the subject of the demons to them made them happy, then I, pres I want to tell you that the resistance of the demons to them would have made them sad. If I got paid and I'm very happy, then it means anything that happens to make me not to be paid is going to make me sad. It's, it's simple logic. I said it's simple logic. So Jesus is saying that what it should be of importance to them. I said Jesus is saying, please can I have a little bit of volume? Jesus is saying what should be of importance to them is the writing of the name in the book that is in heaven is that what is important to you did you look at your life and say oh once i have my name written in the book of heaven i have every reason to be happy is that what makes you happy no most of us it's like uh, we are talking about things we want our we say heaven push it aside that's why you will miss out things you shouldn't miss out. The blessings. What actually brings the blessings over your life? I'm not, I'm not making up a story. The verse is there. Is it, is it my Bible? Is it, is it my Bible? Do you have it in your Bible? You don't have a Bible. Where is it? I just want to be sure. No, you check. You check. You tell me that you said it's there, but I didn't see it. You check. Look, look, ten twenty. Look, ten twenty. See whether your Bible, maybe they didn't, they didn't delete it or it was not short. What is there? Notwithstanding, in this rejoice, in this rejoice not, that the spirit are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Is this your Bible? 
is did you read it in your bible or you read it on the screen okay sorry i thought maybe i am the one who has written updated the software giving it to the guy since now everything is software so so you see jesus most of us when i when i look at it i feel we don't believe the bible that's how i feel that's how i feel because if jesus said in john 14 6 i am the way the truth and the life the first question is the way to where is the truth of what and the life of what no you need to ask yourself i am the way i am the truth not i am a truth i am the truth and the life now if he's the way if he's the truth and he's alive then what he says you should be happy in is what you should be happy in. because he's showing you what is the real thing and not what is the fake because if he's the truth then somebody must be the lie no no yeah because if if he is the truth then somebody must be the lie and he's saying to us rejoice in this in this this one this one your name in other words to have your name written in the book of life is more difficult than to tell demons to get out but most of us will go for demons to get out and not be bothered about where our names are written the getting out of demons will make us so happy than our names written in the book and that is the reason why we are not interested in making other people's name to be written in the book of life because it doesn't excite us it doesn't jesus says be happy in this but say ah jesus you can be happy in that we we, we have other things we want to be happy in if i can have money to buy somebody's hair and add it to mine these days you know the one of the ugliest things that's personal it's not bible personal for me one of the ugliest things in women who add to their eyelashes i mean that one it doesn't work with me no no it does that one doesn't work with me it that one only that one it doesn't work all the others they work Do you get it? All the others. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I know it's artificial, but I still find you nice. But the one for the eyes. No, no, no. That one. It has not worked yet. And I don't think it will work. On your wedding day, don't add it. No, no. No, if I'm the one coming to officiate, don't. Because otherwise, I'll be saying something else in my mind. You'll be making me to sing. That, no, no. Are you with me? But isn't it, isn't it sad? And you see, that is the reason why most of us don't do what actually will bring us the blessing. Because you see, if Jesus says that having somebody's name written in the book of life in heaven 
is something that is very rejoicing and something that is worth rejoicing over that when you get people to have their names written in the book of life in heaven god will be very happy with you god will be very happy with you and listen when when you see i'm a father there's nothing that makes a father give you things that you want than a father who you make happy I'm saying to you, there's nothing that makes a father very or give you whatever you want. You see, just some few days ago, my first daughter, my wife said something. I don't, she said when she was born, just a few days old or a week or so, I said, if this child will grow up, and do what I want for her. No, there's nothing she would ask me that I won't do for her if I can do it. She said, that's what I said. And she said, she, she's looking at the child and as she engages the child, she realized that the child has a natural desire to please me. She's like, oh, daddy doesn't like this, so I won't do it. Daddy wants this, so I'll do this one. It's like when she engages the child, she realizes that. It's as, it, so she said, did she hear what you said when she was a baby? And to the point that some of the things, she has to step in and say, please, the way you easily give her things, you are spoiling her. Don't, don't, so it's like, she's, no, no. She's, she asked for this, she got it. She asked for that, she got it. So this one, don't give it to her. So I said, okay, you are the mother. You know, what is that? Because some of us, we are the men, and daddy always likes his, children, his girls. So I'll listen to you. So there are things I've held back, not because I didn't want to give the child, but the mother said, hold on a bit. But just this week, she came to me. We were sitting together with her sister, and I don't know whether the brother was there, but they came. And you see, I'm trying to explain to you that when you make somebody with an authority to give you what you want happy they will give you what you want without any special condition and you see when listen it's in the bible jesus says don't be happy that demons are obeying you be happy and rejoice over names that are written in the book of life in heaven the same jesus also said when a sinner repents which is the same as saying when a sinner gets the name written in the book of life, the angels rejoice. So why are you not doing things that will make the people that have the power to give you what you want happy? You see, if Jesus didn't say it, we wouldn't know. But he said it clearly. And he said it in Luke chapter 15. He said it, I think, twice, twice. He said it. He says that heaven is happy by people getting translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God, and that was the reason why he humbled himself. He took. He 
just accepted in heaven he humbled himself on earth he humbled himself that is the main reason that is not about defeating satan it is about redeeming the people that satan has captured and preventing others from being captured that was that is the goal of god what is difficult about this look the man that you will choose have you chosen already let me tell you something you have not the power to choose the correct man that one i can tell you because what you will choose amongst a mist of guys you'll be surprised what it will turn in your hands but you see what god would give to you you will you will like it and you would enjoy it what god gives to you will be peace in your life mm -hmm. but he will not give you when you are not minding him and the only time you give him a call is when you need something from him and he's busy telling you i have seven people around you that can be born again that we can move from the kingdom of darkness into my kingdom and you are not minding he said ah suka i have other things to do Or how do you say it in Tonga? Or Venda? Like, clear off. How, how do you say it in Tonga? Suka is the same thing. Clear off. You are in heaven. You, you don't know what is going on here on earth. I've been praying to you for the past five years to get me a job and then give me a husband. You have not been minding me. And then you are telling me about souls. Okay. You will see who is who. Yeah. At the end of the day, you see, most of us, we lose it. But you see, as my daughter was asking me, because as a child, she's tried to do what a child could do to please the father. She's tried to do it. We don't, I don't, we don't have a lot of this long discussions. One of the things the mother accuses me of is that you are so, even when she's done something wrong and you are talking to her, you are so gentle. Of course, in comparison to somebody else. <laughs> yes, I'm so gentle because I don't feel resistance when I have to deal with her. I don't feel resistance when I have to deal with her. But you see, she was there and she came, Daddy, uh, I need a phone. Because my phone that I have is too small. But I said, ah, but you chose it. Because she lost her phone and she felt that it was her fault that the phone got lost. So she was even surprised that I offered to give her a new phone. So I said, oh, you didn't have to be surprised. It was not your fault that the phone got lost. You think so, but I know it's not your fault. And I asked you to choose what you wanted, and you chose this one. So if you want to change it, no problem. Then she says, oh, I have X amount of money. So I want the next, like, I want a better phone, but not more expensive. Like, amongst the options, I want the one that 
you can just add a little to buy it. So I said, listen, which phone do you really want? <laughs> do you get it? Because she has this thing of, I don't want to bother you. I'll just, I said, which phone do you really want? So we did that. They were doing the comparison and all those things. So I asked, which size? Then she said, oh, the 120 something. I said, oh, buy the 256. So she said, okay, so which color? This. So as I was talking to her, I was chatting with somebody else in the U.S. So she chose what she wanted. And then after about one hour, I told her, your phone has been bought. She said, what? It's like she couldn't believe it that as we're speaking, without going to the shop, without going anywhere, The phone has been bought. And then after some two days, I told her, your phone is in Ghana. She can't believe it. I said, so I got the mother to collect the phone. I said, tell your daughter that you have a phone. And then she comes and says, daddy, uh, the money that I said I'll contribute to it, I didn't mind her. You, you contributed to it. The money you have is mine. Keep it. I'll buy you a phone. <laughs> now, I'm trying to explain to you how you can get over and above what you're asking for. You see, what you're asking for is nothing to God. What you're asking for is nothing. If you will do his will, if you will please him, you will do what he wants to be done. He will, because I'm looking at myself, me a sinner, a sinner, a human being who is a sinner like me, knows how to give good gifts and do good things for my children who please me. How much more God? I said, how much more God? And he says, what should excite you is a name written in the book of life. Now, you see, if it doesn't, the reason why I'm staying here is that if it doesn't excite you, you, you see, the difficulty that you have to overcome in getting people to be saved, you will not overcome it. Because Satan is also not just lying there and it's like it's cool. You can come and take the people to heaven. No. You have to come in strength. You have to be determined to overcome the obstacles that, are, that will stand in your way. But you see, the things that excite us, we are able to overcome every obstacle. See a man who is interested in a woman or a woman who is interested in a man. And please don't say, why am I using man, woman? Because that's what I know you can relate with. You see, if I start talking to you about medicine, you tell me you are not a doctor and you don't know anything about medicine. But as for being a man or a woman, liking a man or a woman or the other way, these days, we don't even know where we are to go, whether man, woman, or... The confusion is a lot. But let's stay with what we know. A man goes after a woman. A woman goes after a man. Do you get it? So let's, let's leave it at page one. Let's not get complex. You understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. Before you start saying, Abba, Bishop, how about a man going for a man? I know that that is also becoming back. It's not godly. It's not of God. 
Do you get it? And if you don't want to hear it, don't come to church. Because in church, we preach the Bible. Yeah, Jesus is our founder. And Jesus is the Bible. Yeah, so, please, don't come and tell me I'm homophobic. I'm not homophobic. If that is what you want to do, do it. I mean, if you leave the nice path and go for the stupid path, it's up to you. That's your choice. Me, I know what is good for me. And I know what is nice. And I will never go the other way. Yeah. I'll go the correct way. I mean, why should you go the, go the wrong way when the correct way is there? When the highway is there and then you are driving on a rough road. Ah, wow. No, 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 no. no. Look, you must drive on a good road with cruise control. Not on the rocky, janky, muddy, maram road and you are strike. Ah, I, I, I. No way. I thank God for deliverance. But you see, that thing is demonic. It's demonic. And when somebody is afflicted with it, you must pray for them, the person and plead for the help of God. It's, it's, it's like a disease that is in a place where it's difficult to get. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you must, you must know it's demonic. It's demonic. It's, it's not, don't accept that it's, this is how God created you. God didn't create you like that. If this is how God created you, then God is a fool. And I say it with confidence. Yeah. But when I look at his creation, I don't see how he will create something like this. No, no. Because he has not proven to me that he has, a, he has an ability to create stupid things. No, no. Yeah, because all the things that he has created, I'm still marveling at them. The, 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 the knowledge that is in it, the science that is involved, the understanding. I, I, I can't still get over it all my lifetime. So I, I don't know why I should ascribe to him such an error. It's easy for me to say that it is an enemy who has done this. And that is the truth. It's an enemy who has done this. Are you with me? And of course, if an enemy has done it, then I need to love you and support you. Because it's not you. It's the enemy. But when you start telling me that it's our God who did you like this, then, then that's, that's where we fight. The fight is not in that you are afflicted. The fight in your, you're ascribing the cause to my God. That is, that is my fight with you. Are, are you with me? Uh -huh. that, that's, that's where the disagreement comes. But not that you are not well. But you are not well. We cannot be sick. I can be sick in my head. I can be sick in my stomach. Your affections are also part of you. And you can be sick there. And when the affection is affected, it's very difficult. It's like Satan has hit you at a very difficult place. But anyway, let's leave that point. Now, I'm explaining to you what excites the Father, what makes the Father happy. So if you can do things that makes God happy with you, do you get it? Even your wrong will be overlooked. That, that's what most Christians don't get. That's what most Christians don't get. And I'm saying to you that unless you, you focus your heart on it and it begins to excite you, the steps to get people transferred from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son, you cannot overcome the difficulties that are present because there are difficulties present. That is why this little book, where is the book? Why don't they, they are, where is it? 
You see, tonight I'm intending to go extensive on this. Very extensive on this book. I'm just, I'm just giving you a background to what I'm saying. That you see, this book teaches us that to do the right thing is good. But that something is the right thing doesn't mean it's going to come easy. Most people, you see, most people think that if I can do a good thing, most people would respond to it, no. No. That a thing is good doesn't mean people will automatically do it. Even if they know it's good. Because they, you see, there is a wind against them doing what is good. So you have to be strong and be determined to overcome everything that will fight against people responding to the good things before you can get them to do what is right. You see, that is, that is called parenting. It's parenting. You see, parents always want good things for their children. But the children don't want good things for themselves. So unless you are a very strong parent, your child will not do good things that are good for their lives. Yeah. I always talk to my children and I tell them, listen, be wise. Every time I get an opportunity to be with them, I, I'm always counseling them. I'm sure they are tired of it. But I will stop because it's my duty. You see, that they are pastor's children doesn't mean that they will grow upright. I have to talk to them. I have to make them go for prayer. I have to make them go for camp. Yes, I have to give them Christian books to read. I know what is good. And they can see that what their father is doing and their mother is doing is bringing blessings upon their lives. But that is good. does not mean they will do it. You have to be very strong, very forceful. And you see, unless you are persuaded in your heart that writing a name in the book of life in heaven is the best thing that can ever happen in a life, you would never let it happen in people's lives. You see, and that is where strong leadership comes in. That is where strong leadership comes in. You see, I was telling somebody something. And they said, oh, uh, it's like the person needs to be pampered. And I said, it's them, not me. Not me. Because me, I don't pamper myself. So why would I pamper you? Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't deal with myself kindly and softly. No. So why should I deal kindly and softly with you? Because Paul said, in me dwelleth no good thing. So if I'm to deal kindly with me, I will do no good thing. So I'm hard on myself.
I'm hard on myself. And if I'm hard on myself, I promise you, I'll be hard on you to do the right thing. Yeah, yeah. You see, later on, you will grow up to say, ah, this is love. This is love. All children who have very strong parents, who make them do what is right, always grow up to be very grateful to the parents. And when the parents are weak, the children grow up and curse their parents. And say, so you didn't, you, are, you, are, you had power over me. You could have done this and I would have changed. But you didn't. Now look, I'm suffering with the consequences of not doing, not learning to do what is right. So you have to understand, and I'm saying that, your source of strength is the persuasion that what Jesus said is the case. And when you do it, it will bring joy. It will bring joy. And he has said that when it is done, heaven rejoices. Who are you? How come heaven is happy over something and you cannot be happy over it? Unless you don't know what its value is. But heaven knows. Listen. So winning is everything. It is the good, is the highest good that you, a sinner, can express to another sinner is to, is to lead them to Jesus. I said it's to lead them to Jesus. You spend so much time educating yourself on fields of subjects for food which you feed the body after it will die. Invest the same or one-tenth of that energy in learning how to lead people to Christ and in allowing the working of the Holy Spirit through your life. You will be a blessing and God will bless you. You see, God will bless you. But God knows that your life is too short to enjoy the blessing. So he will arrange your child, your child's child, their child. He will arrange them. So the blessing will not only stop with you, but it will continue to flow to your children's children, to the fourth, to the fifth generation. Hallelujah. You want God to bless you? I said, you want God to bless you? Then whatever it takes. And you see, the beauty of it is that, listen carefully, listen carefully. The beauty of it is that when you decide to do what is the of highest value to God, which is souls to be won, you don't do it. He just takes you to do it. He does it through you. So it's like you become a channel and say, Lord, who shall I send? Here am I. Send me. I'm willing. Are you willing? Okay, we are bringing all our resources. Holy Spirit, this is a vessel. Holy Spirit, this is a vessel. Let's go. Business. Before you realize, through your life, souls are being saved. And heaven will say, yeah, this one is our special one. It's our special one. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus didn't talk about cars. Jesus didn't talk about houses. Listen, what is your car before demons? What is your husband or a wife before demons? 
The demons will use the husband or wife to torment you. Eesh. You know, some people, they married in the night. And they got a very wrong deal. You know, I spoke to a young man. Oh, I, I felt sad in my spirit. You know what the young guy said? He was drunk and has been drinking. He said, Pastor, even when I'm drunk, I still am able to win people to Jesus. But he said, he said, he, he showed me people that he has brought to church. And that's his choice. I, I led him to Christ. I led him to I said, the worst thing that happened is that I met this girl in church and I married this girl. He, he said, marrying this girl is the worst thing that happened to me. And I said, it's unfortunate. You married a demon who was in the house. Oh yeah. Listen, don't just get up and choose anything because it has bottoms and breasts and speaks nicely and softly. Let me tell you something. It is not the physical body you are marrying. You are marrying the character and what is influencing the character. So if demons are influencing the character, you are marrying that. How can you marry something that is under the influence of demons? It's up, then you better go to hell so that at least you know where you are. You better go to hell so that at least you know that I'm in hell. But when you serve God, God shall deliver you from all this. And when you serve Him, not just in anything you choose, but in actually souls. So, in winning souls, in caring for souls, and establishing them to grow. You see, I pray to be strong, to be a strong Christian, so that through my life, the Holy Spirit would affect many more people. That's the work I do. The reason why I said I will not practice as a doctor, it will give me a lot of money. What do I need a lot of money for? It's not a lot of money I need, it's not a lot of it I need. I need money, but not a lot of it. No, because even the money you need is to do something, and you'll soon discover that when the things you need to do are not as many as you think they are, and when you have a lot of money. You, another problem will arise what to do with the money. That's when Satan begins to advise you and you start doing stupid things with it. And God will be angry with you. Yeah. The parable of the man whose field brought forth a lot of harvest. He was okay until the field brought forth a lot of harvest. Look for that parable for me. I think it's Luke or somewhere. I want to show you something. Listen, those of you who say, I want to be rich, I want to have a lot of money. You want to have a lot of money to do something. So don't say you want to have a lot of money. Just say, I want to do this. I want to do that. And God can give you, if you need a car, say, Lord, bless me with a car. Not, you don't need money to have a car. What you need is God, God managing you. When you have a lot of money, he will manage you to use a lot of money for good things. 
And he will manage you to use a lot of money for things that will not give you problems. Some of us, the problems of our lives is the money we want. And it is the money which is going to make us not be concerned about what is valuable. Listen, money is not as valuable as we make it to be. You didn't hear me. Money is not as valuable as we make it to be. No. What is money without you? I said, what is money without you? So who is more valuable? Is it you or the money? Ah, come on. What is money without you? Yeah, there's five million in the bank, your bank account, but you are not there. What is money without you? Money is only of use because you are present. And money is only of use because you can use it. Otherwise, it's of no use. It is your needs that make money useful. Yeah. On its own, it's useless. I said, on its own, it's useless. And if you have money and you are in a rich man's house, you have to pray to be used. Because the rich man has his house, he has his cars, you'll be sitting in the bank. <laughs> yeah. It's only when you are in a poor man's house that you, you, you get something to do. You pay school fees, you do this. And you know, people who are rich, they also get things for free. They are the ones that get the scholarships for their children. Mm -hmm. I ask you to look for a verse. And he's speaking. The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentiful. You see, he was okay until plentiful came. And then when plentiful came, that is when he began to think wrongly. He was fine. He was fine until plentiful came. Then he started to think Hey, this plenty. What am I going to do? I've learned not. I've learned how not to waste. So you see, he was okay until plentiful came. Then a thought had to come, and he he had to start to think. What shall I do? A problem has come, and indeed it's a problem, because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. Then Satan gave him an idea. I don't know if it's Satan, but I think it has to be Satan. Because if it's not God, who else will it be? Listen, any idea that comes to your mind, if it's not from God, don't ask where it's from. Satan is the source. Don't say it's from you. It's never from you. It comes from somewhere. Every thought has a source. You are not the source. And he said, this I will do. I will pull down my bands and build greater and then... I will bestow all my goods and whatever. Verse 19. And then I will say to my soul. You see, he was fine. Oh. He was fine until plenty harvest came. He was okay. He had no need to talk to his soul. He was busy working, moving up and down. He was rich, but he was still working. Everything was fine. There was no need to say things that would anger God. But you see, when he got rich, then other problems came. Then he started talking. And then he said the wrong thing. And I will say to my soul, you have a lot of goods. You see, this is not a greedy, a greedy rich man. 
this is not a greedy rich man. Because greedy people have no end. They are like the sea. They never get full. This is not a greedy rich man. But you see, the, what he said is the cause of his problem. And say, thou hast much good later for many years. Take thine ease, eat and drink and be merry. But God said, this night, the soul you are talking about, I don't know if you are saying what I'm saying. Brother Simon, the man was fine until his hard work brought him a harvest. And instead of asking, I've been sowing a lot and never got this harvest. So where from this harvest and who has given me this harvest? God, is that you? And why have you given me this harvest? He didn't say that. But he started making plans. Minus God. And that is what riches does. Some of you that don't have and you are poor, you should be smiling. Yes, yes. It, you will live long. Because, because you don't have, you say, Lord, I need this. Lord will give you. Father, thank you for giving me. You see, because you are always living hand to mouth, you are always thanking God. Hey, I got a miracle. You know, somebody gave me 200 rands. I was broke. Praise be to God. You see, it's making you live long, but you don't know. You are thankful every time. Look, my mother, years of our life, she always gave thanks to God. And she always said, God will provide. God will provide. God will provide. God will provide. That's, that's, that's what I learned from my mother. Dependence and reliance on God. Because every day was hand to mouth. Some days we wake up, no food. But you see, because you don't have, sometimes it's actually your blessing. I'm not promoting laziness. But you are working hard. Don't, don't always, it's not money you need. You need God. God. He will give you everything your life needs. Look, I don't have money sitting in my bank account though. Like I have 100,000 sitting there. No, I don't have. I don't have 100,000 sitting there. If I have 100,000, I have projects that I want to do. Not personal projects. Things I want to do for God. Or I want to do for people to use so that they can be trained in, the, in, in working with God. I, I'm looking, I, I, it's not like I have a lot of money. I don't know. No, no. I don't have 100,000 sitting in my bank account. And I, why would I put 100,000 sitting in the bank account? Why? For what? A rainy day. Oh, when the day rains, I'll, I have a supplier. God is my supplier. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's what I believe. Listen. If I have half a million, I will not put it in the bank. I will use it to build a house for people to go there and either go and stay there or to pray. The half a million would have more use than sitting in the bank. You see, it's because you are not God-minded. That is why you don't have good ideas to use your money. Because, listen, 
half a million that sits in the bank for 10 years. 10 years time, the value will be less than the house you built today with the half a million. I'm not talking about even the house, not the house you built to rent, just the house you built. You see this building you have built now, whatever the cost is, 10 years time, the same amount of money with the interest in bank will not be able to build this thing. Yeah, I'm telling you. If you have money, don't let it sit in the bank and say, rainy day. Look, God will provide whatever you need on that day. Rather use it to do things that people can use. It will bring you more blessing. It will bring, if, I have a, if I have one million, I will not keep it in the bank. So I'm keeping it when I have need, maybe an emergency. Whatever emergency is, God is my emergency supplier. Yeah. And there shall be no emergency in my life in the name of Jesus. Whatever I've needed, thy hands are provided. Great is thy faithfulness. Yeah. If I have money now, I'll use, I'll use it to do something that people in my church can use to do spiritual things. Because I believe, I believe what Jesus said I should be happy about. And that is to have people's name written in the book of life. And that's my agenda. If Jesus said it, it is my agenda. Yeah. You, you say it. When you see me being blessed, don't envy me. Because I've shown you the verse. It's up to you. I can't believe for you. If you ask me to believe for you, it's like telling me I should eat for you to grow. Have you seen some before? I will eat the food and you will grow. Hallelujah. So listen, to this evening we are going to go through this book in details. But you see, first of all, pray. We want to pray for some few minutes. The Lord, you have said it. In this rejoice. Can you put those scriptures, that, that scripture, and then is there a way of putting Luke 15, 7 and this scripture? And then Matthew 6, 33. Put it there. We are going to pray about it. The Lord, let me believe in the scriptures. Because these are your words as spoken and recorded. Let my everything be to do this. Because you are the truth. So whatever you say is the truth. Not what I think. Because how many things have you thought that you discovered that you were very wrong and seriously wrong, even with evidence? If I don't know at all, the boy that you thought loved you or the girl that you loved, you discovered you were wrong about it. Yeah. Otherwise, you would have only had one boyfriend and married the person. That, that you've had three, four. It means your thoughts have not worked. <laughs> I don't need, I don't, I mean, you know it. Isn't it? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, just look at me straight. Don't, don't smile so that nobody knows that I'm talking to you. Just look at me straight. 
I know when you look at me straight, I also get a message that you are on point. Yeah. You see, so there are many things you would think that is wrong. Your thoughts? No. What Jesus says is the absolute truth. So if he says this is what is worth rejoicing, then rather focus on it. Focus on it. And whatever obstacle stands between you and doing it, declare war on it. And say you are tired. I'm not tired. You Because listen, the same you. There are things when you are tired and even people around you are saying rest. You don't want to rest. Yeah, you know it. I don't want to give examples because I just want to run down. I mean, finish preaching. But you know what I'm talking about. You are tired based on your desire for the things. When your desire is very low and you don't really believe in it, then you get tired. Even when you have just woken up from sleep. But when your desire for it is so high, some of you, 2 a.m. 2 a.m. 1 a.m. You are moving like a snake. Because there's a desire that is calling you. Hey. Hey. You know, one time there was a girl who was disappointed by a boy in my church. And so she had to say some of the things that were happening between him and the boy. And I said to myself, What? This thing is a case. The boy will call her. For you know what? And she will walk through the streets of Sunnyside at 1 a.m. alone, going home after she's responded to the call. What a shock. People do things. No, don't tell me what a shock. I mean, just, just keep quiet and listen to what I'm saying. Because it's not beyond you. Yeah. It's not beyond you. People do things. As a person sitting by you, it looks like people do things. Yeah, people do things. I said, hey, you would do this for a boy, but you would never do that for God. Me, I, one day I did something and I said, if I can do this for a woman, there's nothing that God shall ask me that I will never do. Mm -hmm. It was my wife. We were in a relationship. And I had not seen her for one week. We traveled. In those days, there was no cell phone. You, you have to call from a communication, like an uh, exchange room. It has not always been like this. So those of you who just came. It's not always been like this. <laughs> there, there was no email and WhatsApp and all those. It's, it's not been like this. We've lived. We've had hard times. And you know, so I traveled for one week program and I came back and I've missed her so much. So when she came, she passed, she finished work, she passed by my place. Because her workplace was near mine, where I stayed. And therefore, it's like she had to be home on time because the father was strict. So my only chance of getting to be with her was to go with her. So I went with her 
all the way we change about three taxis to be able to get to a home but when we got to the last taxi to go to a home it was the last one they had closed so when we went to a home it was far away when i was coming back there was no taxi and i walked about five or six kilometers And mind you, the following Monday morning, I was writing exams. I was writing exams. When I got to my room, I said to myself, if I can do this for a woman that I love, then nothing shall be too much for me in my dealing with God. And that has been my driving force. I always remember that day what I did. And I said, hey, for a woman, you can do this because you love her. God, you don't have to ask whether I can do it. Just say it, I'll do it. That, that, that's, that's, that's the driving force. Because I know, I know what I'm capable of doing for or capable of doing for something that I love. So listen, don't tell me that, you know, this God thing so winning, we are not all called to win souls. Really? Then why don't you say we are not all called to have money? Why don't you say we are not all called to have money? Because the truth is, we also know all called to have money. So why, why are you always working to have money and to... Hmm. Hallelujah. So I want us to pray about these verses. Say, Lord, help me. I want to be a soul winner. I said, I want to be a soul winner. Because you have said, these are the real things. You said, this is what is of value. This is what is anything worth rejoicing about. These are the things I want to trade in. I want to be a, a businessman in the most precious commodity in your eyes. Help me. Anoint me with your spirit. Cause your Holy Spirit to work in me. To make me a person who tells others about Jesus. And to grant me success when I tell people by releasing your holy spirit to convict the people and let them give their life to you and grant me the ability to care for them grant me the ability to care for them listen this is the only useful thing of your life there was something i wanted to tell you which i may, I may not i don't know whether i should say it this evening but let me just say it in brief listen the life that you have now in other words the breath that is in you together with the flesh you are wearing is of no value except using it for Jesus. When you use it for yourself, it will accomplish you nothing. You see, in the eyes of God, it's like rubbish. What can you do with rubbish? What can you do with rubbish? Why would you throw it away? Because it can't do anything. 
Is it unknown to you, but known to God? That is your life. Yeah, without Jesus using it. You don't believe it. This life of this flesh, God doesn't want it in heaven. That's why he allows the body to die. Mm -hmm. Your carnal nature, God doesn't need it. But you see, a rubbish is rubbish to you because you have not what it takes to recycle it. But to the people that have recycling plants, they get a lot out of your rubbish. It's the same thing. Your life under your care and in your own hands is rubbish. It can't accomplish anything. But in the hands of God, by his Holy Spirit, he can use it to bring treasures out of it. You use it for yourself, it will amount to nothing. God uses it, it amounts to something. It's your choice. I said it's your choice. You, you don't believe that your life is rubbish. I'll explain it to you this evening. I'll go into the testimony. It's rubbish. It can accomplish nothing of value. It can accomplish nothing of value eternally. It is God who when he takes it. It is God who when he takes it. He can bring treasures out of rubbish. Do you want to use it for yourself? Or you want God to, God to use it? I, I want God to use my rubbish. Yeah. That is what Jesus meant when he says, when you save your life, when you keep it, you will lose it. Because he knows that it's corrupted already. And on your own, of your own, you can't do anything with it. But when the same life that you can't do anything with it, when you give it to him, he can do something with it. You want to keep it or give it to him? I mean, I would advise you to give it to him. Don't believe what the world says. So, you see, when something is spoiled, sometimes it takes a long time to manifest. Don't be deceived. It's nothing. It's spoiled. That's why God wants none, none of those things in heaven. And none of those things in his presence. See, no, no. This one is Paul. He's asking you to give it to him because he has what it takes to make use of it. You don't have what it takes. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he will make something out of rubbish. But you don't have it. You don't have what it takes. And unfortunately, you can't instruct the Holy Spirit to do what you want. The Holy Spirit takes his instructions from Jesus. I said the Holy Spirit takes his instructions from Jesus. He doesn't take his instruction from you. So you can't, you can't say to Jesus that, Jesus, no, I want to use it, but I'll, I'll sign a contract with the Holy Spirit and then we do 50-50. No, the Holy Spirit does not take instruction from you. He takes instruction from Jesus. So listen, unfortunately, just give it to Jesus. Let him use it. Don't be deceived to think that you can use it to do anything. You can use it to do nothing. 
Because it's rubbish. What can you get out of rubbish? I said, what can you get out of rubbish? But you see, the person who has the ability to recycle has a recycling machine and the technology and the understanding can recycle your rubbish and get fertilizer out of it, get so many things out of your rubbish. Yeah, but not you. I said, but not you. Yeah. And the same is your life. If you use it for yourself, nothing will come out of it. You will discover when you are old and you are dying that my life is useless. That was, that was what made Solomon write Ecclesiastes. The things he wrote there is like, ah, what is all this life about? It's nothing. It's nothing. Everything is meaningless. That's a vanity of vanity. It's all vanity. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandment. This is the conclusion. Yeah. And I'm here to tell you, give it to Jesus. Let him use it to win souls. It will, it will bring out treasures out of it. And this, the life here on earth as it is now, in this sinful body, is not the new life that Jesus promised you. That's what Paul explained in Colossians chapter 3, verse 4. That when Christ, our life is hid with Christ. When he shall appear, then we shall appear with him. Most Christians think that Jesus Christ has come to just sort out this life that is a mess. No, this life, it's a mess already. But there's a new one that is promised to you that is yet to come. This is not it. This is not it. This evening, I'll ask you a few questions and try to answer. Yeah, I'll ask you a few questions. When Jesus said this, what does it mean? Hallelujah. Are you here with me? How many are going to rise up and be real soul winners? Whatever is lacking in you, God will supply it. You are fearful, God will give you boldness. You don't know how to speak, God will teach you. He said, have I not, have I, didn't I make the mouth and didn't I make the ear? He will show you how to do it. What you need is the willingness to say, Lord, if you can use anything, use me, Lord, use me. Here am I, wholly available. I'll save you. I'll save you. Because I can see. You see, when you see me, you say, ah, doctor, you don't work. You see, what you don't know is that the doctor, whatever, it's useless. It's useless. It's useless. It's useless. It's useless. It's useless. It looks to be something, but it's useless. You see, God is the one who sees everything. And when he says it's useless, that is what it is. Satan and the world system will tell you it's everything, but it's nothing. It's nothing. Believe it all. I said, believe it. Don't get to heaven and discover that, ah, I should have listened to Jesus. Yeah. In Revelation, he says, you think you are rich, yet you are poor. You think you are clothed. You don't know that you are naked. You know what? Put that revelation scripture there for me. I, I want to close, but I don't. I, it feels like I can't close. Maybe somebody must hear, and somebody God is speaking to you here. 
to rise up because it's almost like ah, if this person knows what i can do through them they would have surrendered themselves to me some of you must surrender your life completely to god give yourself to the word of god give yourself to the bible allow the holy spirit to develop a closer relationship with you by spending time don't follow this thing so look all these things you you will have them and it will make no use to you it will make no use to you i promise you you see they they promise to give you something but when you have them you realize that they didn't come with what they promised you a lot of things have lied to us so if you get me you'll be very happy you get it and say ah where is the happiness have you not bought a new car before your first new car how many times you washed it and how you clean it and put rubber and you don't want but after a while you discover the ah what is a car then now you don't even wash it we have to beg you to wash it because it didn't give you what it promised to give you a big house after you get a big house then you start having depression because it's always empty oh thank you holy spirit the lord is calling you to rise up and serve him with your life but some of you can speak well you 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 are very convincing if you present that gift to the holy spirit he will use your nature to bring many people to jesus and he will bless you and bless your short life here on earth that the offsprings of your life will be blessed yeah and they will have abundance they will have, do you think my children don't have food to eat do you think my children don't have food to eat yeah i grew up with a lot of struggle but that's not the life of my children and it's not because i'm a doctor because i don't work as a doctor i work as a preacher and i don't preach to rich people Look, money is the last thing on my mind. If I'll be very honest with you. Doesn't mean I don't need money. I do. But that I need you doesn't mean that you must always stay in my mind. I mean, don't you drink water? What do you drink more often? Water. But are you always thinking about water? What was the last time you thought about easy water 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 i need you without you i can't stay alive i just don't occur to you that you don't think about water even though water is the most one of the most important things you need but you don't have to think about it for you to have it that you need it is not a reason for you to preoccupy your life huh. who told you that You say i'm rich and increase with good and have need of nothing and knowest not that thou art wretched miserable poor blind and naked one of them must be a liar who can be that liar you or god because this is a revelation of jesus this is a revelation of jesus the one who was and who is and who is to come. This is a revelation of him. To John the Baptist. And he said, you say, you say, you are rich. But I'm telling you, you are naked. You are poor. I'm telling you. 
one of you must be lying there how can you say i'm i'm clothed and the other person is saying you are naked it's not 50 50. one one person is speaking the truth the other is lying may you never be found to be naked in the eyes of the lord let's rise to our feet i want us to pray lord help us touch our hearts every demonic seed lord we uproot it out of our lives and we allow the seed of your word to flow in our spirit lift up your voice and begin talk to the lord yeah let the keyboard play thank you holy spirit oh yes i wanted to talk to the lord i sense the spirit of the lord with us to to raise from amongst us a people that shall be treasured and that shall be valued in heaven heaven will look upon you as a treasure as a gem as the apple of god's eye thank you holy spirit oh yes lift up your voice and begin to talk to the lord talk to the lord jesus talk to him tell him something that you want from him to set you free from the darkness the deception the blindness that exists clarify things in your mind help you to see clearly and give you the grace to do what is precious in his eyes thank you holy spirit just give me the keyboard it's fine thank you holy spirit oh yes yes thank you holy spirit lift up your voice lift up your voice lift up your voice we bless you jesus we bless you we bless you we want to serve you we want to serve you we want to serve you you have said souls are precious to the lord our god for you came to seek and to save that which is lost thank you holy spirit jesus jesus You instruct us. So it is when one sinner repents. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lord, make me a fisher of men. 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 Let me give my attention. Let my efforts come to it. I want to be a fisher of men. Deliver me from every form of deception that has held me bound and has kept me captive, has prevented me from being what you have called me to be a fisher of men. Rando We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, please visit our website on loyaltyhousesouthafrica.org.